There is something extremely tiny crawling on my bed. Ah! But it, it looks like it's a freaking like scorpion, but it's like minuscule. Oh my! Oh, and that's even worse, right? When they're small. I don't know. <laughs> uh, do you need to go get a cup to put on top of it? Ha! No, it's fine. I um, I'll figure it out. Like it's. It's far enough away from me to not freak out, so. Oh my gosh, you're so fearless, you country girl. I am fearless. <laughs> what is this? Uh, huh. I'm, oh, I'm not scared. I'm fearless, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to fear. You're in Indiana. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh my gosh, Rachel. I love you. Don't die. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Pop Therapy, where we talk about pop culture life and our favorite things. I'm one of your hosts, Christine. And I'm Rachel, and we are two friends who love all things pop culture and decided to start a podcast sharing our love for nonsense and hoping you will join in on the conversation with us. So we have a really fun episode planned for y'all today, and we're really excited about it. Christine, do you want to talk about what we're doing? Oh, sure I do. Okay, so Rachel and I were spitballing back and forth, like, what is happening this week in the 50 millionth day of quarantine? What is going on in the world? And it seems like nothing, but there is something going on, guys, and that is Cinco de Mayo. That was yesterday, right? From the time of recording? Yes. 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 Okay. Tuesday? Tuesday? (laughs) Tuesday, yes. (laughs) Um, And I don't know. I'm just going to ask a question. Do you know what Cinco de Mayo is for, Rachel? I literally just heard someone talking about it the other day, and I forgot. But it's not. (laughs) I think what I heard was most people think it's like a Mexican freedom thing, but that's not really what it is. Right. I think possibly it was like a war that was won or something, or like a battle that was won. Right, right. Um, I only know this from some girl's Instagram story, but I, I basically read it was something about like the French, yada yada, the Mexicans fight, blah, 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 save the yeah. day. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about burritos today. Of uh, course. <laughs> what else? Okay. So Rachel and I were talking about like, what would be the perfect burrito? And we're talking, you know, like restaurant quality. You've got to have a nice tortilla, some queso. You know, it's your kind of spicy. You've got to get some good, juicy meat if you're, you know, into eating meat. No judging. And, you know, things are like, we want this fresh ingredients. We want it all to work together as one unit. So, Rachel, do you want to explain how we're gonna be interpreting burritos today yeah so we were just thinking like what is the perfect pop cultural burrito Mm. so basically we picked out some main ingredients that usually go into a burrito and we are going to say like people (laughs) that uh, that we think would come together to make the perfect pop cultural burrito so our first burrito ingredient is guacamole, of course. Of course. So, everybody loves guacamole. Right. If you don't, don't let us know because we don't care. <laughs> and you're dead to us. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Just kidding, love you. Um, but 
I don't think I know anybody who has turned down guac or mm. who won't pay the extra dollar at Chipotle for guac. Yes, don't and... be sheep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we are going to use this as basically like the fun person in the group that is just a good fun addition that everybody loves. Like no one is going to be like, oh, they're here. Right. Ride, you right. Know? The celebrity that just makes everything better. Yes. So I am going to actually go with, I think Gina Rodriguez is my guac. Oh, what a good, yes. I want to watch everything she's in. Yes. And even like I've followed her on Instagram and just as a human, she is so fun. She has such a great personality, is always like very positive and she's funny. Yes. So I think that anybody like if she walks through the door anybody is like yes Gina is here I love that that is such a good choice and like you see that smiling face and you can't help but smile along yes she is so beautiful love her so much yes best hair in Hollywood sorry (laughs) oh best hair okay Mm, that's another episode guys best hair (laughs) of Hollywood (laughs) oh yeah writing it down (laughs) writing it down um okay so I do love yours for guacamole girls um I was I had a lot of trouble with this one honestly because there are some celebrities that clearly yeah no one wants to be around them kind of thing um Mm. but I feel like we have a lot of great celebrities out there that I had to choose between and it was hard um so I just decided on a classic Betty White. What do you think? I think that's a really good one. Yeah, I considered her as well. So No way! Oh, I thought yeah. that was so sneaky. And you're like, yeah, I already found her. Well, no, because I was like, I was Googling like celebrities that everyone loves. Right. <laughs> She's she like a top result. Yeah, Tom Hanks and then Betty White, pretty much. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I love Betty White. Um she was just in an episode of Community and she was a great addition. She was the guac of the episode, so it's perfect. <laughs> she is the guac. And well, I so originally I thought like, okay, everybody loves Tom Hanks, and I feel like the Tom Hanks mm, this is a, a big stretch. So not his equivalent, but a female version might be like Sandra Bullock. Like, you know, how do you not like her? Yeah. Um and then I thought immediately to, um, I'm the blanking proposal. the proposal, and I was like, <laughs> "But she's not even the good part of that movie." Like Betty White makes that movie because she's the guac. Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah, sure. I yeah. Love it. You're never okay. mad when she shows up. Never <laughs> mad, Gina and Betty guys. Perfect. Okay, so <laughs> our next ingredient is the meat. So we're using this as basically like the kind of deep intellectual person, like they're bringing the meat to the conversation. Right. Um, And so I took this in a direction that you probably didn't. (laughs) I can't wait. I kind of went in like the spiritual sphere. Oh, um, first so, of all, I love that you assume that I don't go to the spiritual sphere. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we will soon find out if I was right. I could be totally wrong. So. No, you're right. <laughs> um, no, I just think it's a stretch for me to do this. So um, I am going to go with Beth Moore. Oh! So, yeah, so she 
is gonna bring like the deep spiritual conversation she's gonna tie in like the eternal significance of whatever's going on ah. she's gonna bring the gospel and then she's also gonna bring some fun and laughs she is just the perfect woman preacher i believe so yeah. i would love to have beth more in my burrito I love that. That's such a good choice. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> what I'm not loving about myself right now is I went the complete other direction. Mm-hmm. Tell me I, who you have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I I had a trouble thinking of like what celebrities are like deep and emotional um, that I enjoy. And I, I really didn't find any. So I decided to go with intellectual. And I went with Danny Ocean from Oceans 11, 12, and 13. Have you seen those? No, I've never seen any of the uh, Oceans movies. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I'll just give a quick, like, very quick synopsis. Basically, yes. he's a criminal. And he, he, along with Matt Damon, Brad Pitt, like all, you know, all the guys, they're all criminals and they are basically robbing whatever, depending on whatever the movie is. Mm -hmm. Um, So Danny Ocean, George Clooney is the head of this whole production. And these movies are just like, how do you write these? Like these people are way beyond intelligent. Um, And so Danny Ocean is the guy who kind of makes the whole plan for how they're going to rob something impossible to rob. and he's just a boss, and you like you should watch these movies. I really am such a fan. I, know. I need to. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys have seen them, you'll get it. He's just like one of those people. I'm not one of them who can think like twelve steps ahead, like a chess player, which I'm really yeah. impressed by. <laughs> I love those kinds of like shows or movies where there's you know the whole plot of like how we're gonna break in and I love watching it unfold because I'm like I would never think (laughs) right so yeah it takes a very smart person to do that right I'm like front door back door what's it gonna be (laughs) I'm like using the credit card to open the door that doesn't work I'm out of options (laughs) well we're stuck (laughs) oh I love it Okay, so okay. next. <laughs> um, I'm I really hope that at some point we have the same person, and I feel like this is a time that we could maybe have the same person, but probably not. Anyways, um, <laughs> so we're now going with salsa. Oh yeah, the salsa on the burrito is the person who is just like always bringing a spicy take. They've got mm. a spicy view on whatever's going on, or that like I kind of also was thinking of it like. They're kind of saying controversial things. Oh, no. Know, it's like... <laughs> so I came up with who I think is the ultimate spicy take in Hollywood, Kanye West. Oh, what a great choice. <laughs> right? Like, Kanye is a pro at saying things that just, like, don't come out right. Oh, and... never. <laughs> And, like, I don't know if he's just not thinking. I don't know if he's ever, like, he says something and then he's like, oh, I shouldn't have said that that way. Because I feel like he's just owning everything that he says. Right, yeah. (laughs) every once in a while, he has to take something back or apologize. But for the most part, 
I kind of respect that he, you know, like he has his own views on things and now he is bringing like God into everything and he may not word things super well all the time. Right, right. But like you can always trust him to bring the spicy take and to be just really passionate about it. (laughs) Oh, yes. And there's something to be said about like being proud of yourself and like, I don't care what anyone thinks. And that's Kanye West. Yes, for <laughs> sure. Um, okay, quick question for you about Yay. Excuse okay. me. Yeezy. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so are you one of those? There, I feel like there are two camps with Kanye people. Like, people either think he's like this blithering idiot or that he's like <laughs> brilliant. Which camp do you fall into? Honestly, I think I'm still deciding because. Okay. I don't think he's a total idiot, but, like, honestly, when I watch him, like, on the Kardashians and stuff, he really, like, there's something about him that's just off to me. Like, his mannerisms and the way he talks, like, he's very, like, disconnected, I feel like. Mm, yeah. But, but, I mean, he's so successful, and I think he is really smart in, like, the businesses that he's done and, like, the music he's done, and I think that, like, he really loves God and stuff. So yeah, I, I I don't think he's a total idiot, but something is kind of off. Like he makes me feel uncomfortable. Right. Well, that is true with smart people. Think of the nerd in your high school class who was like socially yeah. awkward. That's um, so true. Also, he became a billionaire this week, I saw. Oh, good job. Yeah. Easy. Easy. (laughs) Yeah. So I assume you are on like the brilliant side for Kanye. Mm, Well, okay. I used to think Kanye was an idiot and he was like the worst. And then he got with my girl Kim K Mm -hmm. and I can't think that anymore. Um, So I I think he, yeah. You know, I think no matter what, since I'm team Kimye for life, I like him and I'm trying to look at him in new eyes and think like, yeah. you know, I have to love him. He's part of my family now since I'm a Kardashian. <laughs> so That's very sweet of you. Thank you. So shout out to my brother Yeezy. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Who is your salsa? Okay, it is not the same salsa as you, unfortunately. And well, this this whole salsa is a huge bummer because I was thinking this was actually initially I was looking, um, I was looking, and please don't say if this was your person. I don't want to catch shoot the bullet or whatever they say. Um, <laughs> they don't say that. I don't think that's a saying. <laughs> it's not a saying. What am I thinking? Shoot the bullet. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, please forget that. Um, Okay, so I was thinking of like healthy at one point. We're going to get there. We, you know, that's coming up. So I was like, oh my gosh, there's no one more healthy than Chris Treyer. So then I started doing a little research on Rob Lowe, right? Everybody loves Rob Lowe. Um, No, they don't. (laughs) Okay, guys. So I'm like trying to do a little research on the guy, you know, and I'm just going to read to you this thing I found on Rob Lowe. Okay, this is true. (sighs) A video surfaced of the then 24-year-old Parks and Rec star having sexual relations with two women the night before the 1988 Democratic National Convention. When it emerged, it was discovered that one of the girls was 16 years old. Yeah. Her mother slapped Lowe with a civil lawsuit, and he ended up settling with a large sum of money. Lowe has asserted that he did not know that the second girl was underage. 
What? Did you know you don't seem surprised? Oh, it's bad. Yeah, I've heard about it. I haven't like, oh. done a deep dive into it, but I've heard references to him having some some drama in the past. <laughs> <laughs> some. I, I, okay, so I couldn't help but G-Dive. After reading this, I was like, what? And he went on SNL and they did this big, like, joke about it ha 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 and I'm like okay this is so pre me too movement like how is he still a working actor for sure and well and just the fact that they're making jokes about like a minor being involved in this that is not funny right like this is some Jeffrey Epstein level stuff guys what oh my gosh So all that to say, now I'm like, and I want to have him in my burrito. All that to say, um, (laughs) that was just the beyond spicy information that I learned this week. And Mm -hmm. after that, I was like, nothing else can compare. There's nothing Donald Trump can even do to beat, like, to beat the spicy level. So I'm going to go ahead and put Rob Lowe in my burrito. I love it. I love that you were like, Rob Lowe is the healthy person. And then it went all the way to just kidding. He's our salsa. JK, he kind of sucks. He's the, the hot sauce of the burrito. Man, that is like, that's not just some mild salsa. That's like, there are habanero ghost peppers in this uh, salsa. Whew. Yeah. But like, it is crazy how he made such a huge comeback. I don't understand how that happened, but oh, yes, kudos I, to you, Rob. <laughs> I know why, and it's that face. I mean, oh yeah, he's he's a handsome guy, and you can get away with a lot when you look like Rob Lowe. Yep, unfortunately, unfortunately, but good so, for him. Speaking of Rob Lowe and Chris Traeger, let's take a little detour. Um, did okay. you watch the Parks and Rec reunion episode last week? Oh, okay. So I got about halfway through and got <laughs> bored. Did you like oh, it? I mean, I thought it was okay for the nostalgia. Um, oh, okay. Actually, I think my favorite part was like when they were doing commercials and like the the part with like you heard with Purd, and then there was like the Dennis oh. commercial and like the Dennis Feinstein commercial, which I'm guessing you stopped watching before that part. Uh, I stopped as soon as um, Leslie and Anne started having a conversation, like really, <laughs> really early on in the game. Yeah, it was kind of rough getting through all the like the phone chat stuff or like I didn't understand how they were saying like oh we're doing like a train so like I call someone and then they call someone I'm like why can't you just all be in the phone call together right like the iPhone had an update guys this is so old (laughs) yeah but I thought like it was pretty good just for you know the nostalgia of you know like they sang bye bye little Sebastian or sorry that's not the name they sang 5,000 candles in the wind oh of course (laughs) yes and and, like I think I teared up just a little no Um, (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I mean I thought it was fun but I mean no it wasn't like awesome it wasn't the best ever so <laughs> oh okay yeah but good for them you know and it, I didn't realize all the money went for a good cause so that's yeah. awesome but also here's the other thing I noticed like obviously they're all doing their own like hair and makeup stuff and mm. some people were looking rough number one Amy Poehler like she looked like sick like, <gasps> her yeah. hair was like all like sweaty it looked like yeah. and I don't know she wasn't looking great <laughs> 
maybe she has corona. Who knows? And then, oh my gosh, <laughs> plot twist. And then, um, Ben, what's his name in real life? I don't, I don't remember. But oh, Adam who, Scott. Yeah, Adam Scott like looked like he had fillers in his face or something. Like his cheekbones were very <laughs> like defined, and it was just yeah. In my opinion, he had had something done to his face, and I did not like that. Oh, you weren't a fan of the face. No, he looked like a vampire to me, honestly. <laughs> and the slicked back hair. Yeah, it was not helping. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but uh, anyways, right. that's all. Chris Pratt looked great, so. <laughs> but Chris Pratt actually looked way better than when he started as Angie Dwyer. <laughs> Oh yeah. I'm like, how do you look better after 15 years? Like, that's not fair. <laughs> right? Like, how old is he? He's I don't like, what? know. I'm What's your see. guess? I'm gonna Google. Oh, okay. you got it. Yeah, I'm gonna guess like uh, 37. That's 37. Guess. I'm gonna guess uh 42. Ooh. Mm, 40s guy. <gasps> he is 40 years old. Oh my gosh, we were so good at that. <laughs> you were closer though, so you win. <laughs> um, uh, oh my gosh, that's awesome. Okay, anyways, back to our very important pop cultural burrito. Very important, yes. So our next ingredient is the cheese or the queso, whichever way you want, like whatever topping you want, whether it's shredded or melted, it's still cheese. And we are using this as basically like the funny one of the group, whether that's just right. cheesy or just, you know, the the comedian, the funny guy. I kind of went that way, like comedian. And I am using one of my favorite comedic actors, which is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart! <laughs> yes! Yeah. So I just, I love, love, love Kevin Hart so much. Everything he does is just perfection. Um, and so I would love, I don't, so I don't know why, but I guess when I was putting this together and thinking about it, I was almost thinking about it as like a deserted island kind of thing. Like these are the people I would be with on a deserted island. And so I was thinking, you know, like I'm going to be spending a lot of time with these people. And so I love to spend some time with good old Kevin Hart. He cracks me up. Aww. I I was just watching a movie with him yesterday and it just makes everything better. Oh, he's amazing. He is. I love Kevin Hart. That's a great choice. Oh, thank you. Who did you pick? Guys, this was okay, so of course initially I'm like Pete Davidson, yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was like, that's just a personal one. Um, okay, so I'm just going to tell you a couple that, like, almost made the cut that I just think oh. deserve to be mentioned. Okay. Um, okay, so I went with David Cross, who you might know as um, Tobias Funke on Arrested Development, and also the principal on She's the Man. He's like, welcome <laughs> to the area. <laughs> yes! I Wait, love him. I think he's the guy from Community. Um, I think he's the the dean of Community. Oh, no way! Yes, which is, like, very similar to She's the Man character. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, I love him. But then I did a little deep dive, and he seems just kind of, like dark and sad in real life and I was like Mm-mm, I need you to be funny all the time so yeah. I was like who's Wait, funny what did all- you say his name was it's David Cross 
Oh, okay. I was wrong about Community. It is not him. His name's Jim Rash on Community. So, Oh, sorry. bummer. But a similar guy. <laughs> similar guy. Yeah, it's pretty much the same person. <laughs> yeah, his twin. Um, well, then I thought, well, I'm also in love with David Spade. That's another great choice. Um, but mm-hmm. I want everyone to love the funny guy. I don't want the funny guy to be someone that just picks on people and has an annoying laugh. No, I went with yeah. Jimmy Fallon because Jimmy <gasps> Fallon. Is, yes. yes. He's so, I, that's the response I wanted. He's so nice. And I think sometimes comedians, like I even thought maybe for a second, oh my gosh, Simon Cowell so funny. And then I thought like, he's only funny because he's mean and I really like Jimmy Fallon because he's nice and funny, which I think is harder yeah. to do. I'm so glad you said him because I actually was trying to fit him into mine somewhere and I almost used him as my tortilla, which will be <gasps> Oh, um, yes. I I think like he's someone everyone loves. So he could have also been like the guac for me, like someone everybody loves. But yeah, I feel like he brings right. people together well. But yes, I love him so much. Yes. Okay, real quick. I know we like don't talk about politics or anything, but I saw yesterday Donald Trump tweeted like these um insults to like um late night television. So he was like <sighs> low life loser so and so and like blah 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 so and so. And then he yeah. said in Jimmy Fallon, comma, nice guy, comma. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like is that is that like that's literally the worst thing you could think of about Jimmy Fallon is that he's a nice guy oh my gosh I love that or he's actually like actually I really like Jimmy Fallon so I can't say (laughs) he's like Jimmy Fallon is fine but the rest of you and that's the thing I feel like Jimmy Fallon he doesn't really go super political on his show Right. Right? I don't watch it actually so (laughs) I would say he's, he's not like you know, whether or not you think Donald Trump deserves it, he's not really, like, mean to, you know, if he yeah. does something, it's, like, because it's genuinely funny, which is cool. Right. Yeah. Good. I love him. He's Yes. Great. Jimmy. Jimmy for life. Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> so, um, okay, now we're at the lettuce. So. Yes. Whether or not you want lettuce on your taco, it's sometimes it's just what we need. Right. Um it it brings health to the to the situation. Right. And so our lettuce is someone that is just good for the health of the group. Whether or not we really enjoy them, I guess. Right. So <laughs> I feel like a therapist would be good for this. Like, oh, like mental health. Yeah. And so like, you know, a therapist is not always going to be the most fun person of the group, but they're going to like mm. bring sanity. They're going to bring us down to earth. And yeah, definitely like mental health. Oh, I really and like so this. Then I'm like, okay, who is a good therapist? And at first I'm like, Dr. Phil? And, <laughs> but I don't know that he is like actually that great for the health of people. I haven't done my research on Dr. Phil, so I don't want to, like, promote him. Um, So then, today, I started watching a show that you recommended, Never Have I Ever. (gasps) Yes! And there's a therapist on this show, and I think that she is a perfect representation of this. So her name... Oh, so dope. Yeah, her name is Dr. Jamie Ryan. Yeah, she's just an amazing therapist. She's, like, bringing reality into the situation and, like, bringing us down to earth. 
and I think she'd be a pretty good lettuce on my burrito. Yes, I love that for so many reasons. <gasps> oh, and I love how you went with um like a therapist. That I I really like how you thought about that. That's differently than I did, but I really like it. Plus, we're gonna talk more about that show because I'm obsessed. Yes, I know. I've watched like three episodes, so <sighs> Okay, then I won't I won't tell too much, no worries. Please don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so where did you go with the lettuce? Okay, guys, let me, uh, I'll explain what I was thinking, and then I, I actually want you to choose between my top two choices, Rachel. <gasps> okay, I'd love to. Yes, okay. I first went with um, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. <laughs> and I thought of this because, you know, this burrito is wild. You know, we've got Danny Ocean, a criminal, Rob Lowe, a sex freak. <laughs> And, you know, Betty White, she's just wild. So we need someone who's a bit of a rule follower. Yeah. And Paul Blart is that. Yes. And it's not always fun, but he is awesome to have around. Like, as, even if you're kind of, like, hating on him, he's hilarious. Oh, and yeah. so that was my option number one. And I don't think I would probably like Paul Blart Mall Cop in real life, but he was really good for that mall. Yeah. Um, but then I thought, like, actually, I enjoy lettuce. I love salad. So, like, why don't I go with someone that I would, you know, love to be around? And for that choice, I have Kumail Nanjiani. Oh. For this reason. Have you seen Kumail Nanjiani in the last, like, six months, his yes. glow up? Yes. For the, like... Uh, role that he did where he had to get all uh beef or like beef? what Jacked. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes right okay so he is shredded and it's crazy but i think you know i was thinking not mental health so much like you i was thinking like physical health yeah. if this person had to be my trainer and mm -hmm. one thing i really like about kumel is that he was awesome without the ripped shredded body and i think he I've even heard on podcasts that he's been on, like, I don't actually like people that look like me. I think they're kind of obnoxious. And I love that. So I thought, like, I would, I like salad. I would still enjoy this. And he is, like, all around, like, a, a man of the people. Yes. So who, who do you think would be a better fit for my burrito, Paul or Kumel? I think I want to go with Kumel because... Like, in my mind right now, our burritos are, like, partying together, and so... Yes. oh, for sure. Yeah, so, like, if I have the therapist and the mental health, and then you bring Kumail with the physical health, but also, like, he's not taking himself too serious, and so he's not, right. like, you know, a whole, like... What is, what's, is there a term, like, I don't know, like a beef head or something? I don't even know if that's the right. Well, no, close. A juice head a ju from Jersey Shore. That's what they say. A juice head. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, he can help us, like, get in shape. He's been through the process. But also, right. like, he's going to bring, like, probably just fun to the situation. Oh, uh, so much more fun than Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yes. Even though I'm sure Paul Blart would, like, make us laugh just by, you know, us laughing at him and stuff. Right. <laughs> and we've seen him drunk on the movie, and it wasn't it wasn't the same man. He's a goofy guy. Mm. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go with Kumail. And yes, just so the, so the listeners can understand, Rachel and I don't eat burritos alone. 
So we're going to eat them together on Cinco de Mayo and enjoy each other's company and probably try a bite of the others, I would assume, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so last but not least, we've got to wrap everything up in something, and that's the tortilla. Oh, yeah. So the tortilla is is the one that brings us all together. And so in my mind, yes. I took this as like, similar to the guac where it's like someone that everybody loves and there's probably not going to be any like division over this person and Mm. so I think you're going to be very excited about who I picked yes um my tortilla is Dolly Parton oh my gosh I'm ecstatic about this decision (laughs) and why didn't I think okay please continue why is the queen of the world your choice (laughs) the queen of the world so I mean (laughs) That, yeah, that's pretty much why. Um, if anybody listened to Dolly Parton's America, which was of a podcast course. that came out a few months ago, or who knows, it might have been a year ago. I don't even remember the timing now. Um, <laughs> you know, COVID. But anyways. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> there was an episode about how, like, she crosses, like, all lines. Like, literally, like, p- political, the left side and the right side, they both love Dolly. Like, all races love yes. Dolly. Like, you go to a concert and there, it's, like, this random mix of, like, all these different kinds of people. And so mm. I just ha- I just feel like Dolly, like, no one's going to fight over if they like her. Like, no one really yes. has anything bad to say about Dolly. So that's what I thought she'd be uh, a tortilla. <laughs> she would be the best tortilla, yes. for sure. I <laughs> love that pig, Rachel. Thank you. I did it for you. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Who do you have? Um, okay, so I thought of the tortilla more as, like, when everything's falling apart, who's going to keep us together? Like, and, you know, sometimes when you get a burrito and, like, the meat, the guac, everything's falling out, it sucks. Because you mm-hmm. wanted that as one unit, not as something that it's going to dirty your hands. Yeah. So, I thought of the one woman who keeps her whole family in check, this lockdown, uh-huh. and that is Chris. Jenner. Yes. What do you think? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> no way! Well, just in the past th- two seconds when you said the person who keeps their family together. Uh, oink, oink. Yes. Now, I think that's brilliant. Please explain. Oh, if I can just go on. Yeah! Um. <laughs> so, uh, the Kardashians have, like, rules. And, like, non- Oh, why can I not think of it? Non-aggression? That's not it non-aggression I don't okay they make people sign these things when they come into their house that are like you cannot talk about what went on here and if you do we will sue you um so like there we go what is that non-disclosure agreement yes NDAs everyone who comes into their house must sign one no matter what and they've gotten to this point where they all of the girls are not supposed to leave the house unless they are fully like in glam for the day like they don't mind having that like how they look be posted all over the world um and so there are like some serious serious rules they get their nails done once a week um and we all saw in 2007 the fall of Britney Spears, correct? Yes. And so 
I think, I mean, at that point in time, Britney Spears was the most photographed woman in the world. People were following her like crazy paparazzi. And I think it's probably no different for the Kardashians. Um, But Chris has just kept them in such a tight knit family unit Mm -hmm. um, that they, none of these girls are ever going to have to go through what Britney Spears did. And I, I just think she is a solid choice for keeping a unit together. Mm, yes, I think you're so right. And just, I am amazed by the fact that they literally all love each other so much. Like, right? no other family in Hollywood that goes through, like, the amount of spotlight that they have can still, you know, after 10 years on TV, like, all be together. And also, that's interesting, because, so I'm watching, um, like, a few seasons ago of Keeping Up, and it's like the season where Kim, um, someone took like a pretty bad photo of her when she was like in Mexico and she got like really Aww. insecure about her looks and stuff. Um, so I'm just, I was kind of wondering when you said that there's like these rules about how they can't leave the house without their glam on, like, was that like a long time ago or was that more recent that that became like a quote unquote rule? Oh, okay. I actually, I don't know the date. Um, but I know like as time progressed, they make more family rules. Um, so like, and I know one of them is they're not allowed to speak or look at paparazzi. Um, and then like, even from keeping up, you can tell like that didn't happen at first. And over time they've evolved to like ignore them and wear sunglasses. Um, so that might, that rule might be because of that whole Mexico photo thing. Yeah. Like Kim was taking it really rough. Um, so I know I felt bad for her, but also I was like, Kim, like, chill out. You're like the most beautiful woman in the world. So shut up. But (laughs) Also, if someone took a picture of my cellulite and was like, here, I'll show it to everyone in the world, I'd be like, "Mm, maybe not. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It's nice to see, you know, she struggles with the same things that we do. (laughs) That's true. I do love that. Yeah. But anyways, yes, Kris Jenner keeps it all together. I love her. Yes, ma'am. Well, I think that wraps up our burritos. That that tortilla wrapped it up. You are so right. (gasps) And I think they're good. I would eat both of those burritos. Yeah, I love them. I think that we both did a spectacular job. Oh, yes. Well, do you want to hear some birthdays and um, holidays (laughs) for May 8th? (laughs) Yes, I would love to. Okay, just for the record, I'm very into this. So I have a little bit of a deep dive I'd like to share if possible. Oh, yes, please. Go for it. Okay. I'll keep it as fast as possible, but um, I'll start off with some lesser, in my opinion, some lesser birthdays of the day. Number one being Warner from Legally Blonde. (gasps) Also. Yes. Also. Vampire Diaries. Vampire Diaries, more importantly. (laughs) I saw that as I was... um, like googling it and I was like oh my gosh Rachel's gonna be like off the wall excited I love him also he was in a Hallmark Christmas movie this year (laughs) oh gosh oh he's hitting rock bottom he needs the vampire diaries to come back yeah if Bella Thorne shows up he's he's done for yeah I'm over it Mm -hmm. but yeah so his real name is um Matthew Davis, and he is 41. Yeah, so basic. So white. But I I would have guessed he was 
I don't know. I maybe older than 41. So yeah. I was a little surprised by that. Yeah. yeah. Same age as Chris Pratt, basically. So yeah. oh, that's crazy. And we've had him in our psyche for probably like, what, 10 years more at least than Chris Pratt. Yeah. I mean, yeah. When did Legally Blonde come out? 2001, I believe. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, happy birthday to Warner. And then <laughs> to Alex. <laughs> um, this one just gets a laugh every time. Enrique Iglesias. He's turning 44. Um, do you know that I like went through a small phase of being obsessed with Enrique Iglesias? Um, I wish I did, but I did not. Please tell us why and what about him really caught your eye. Well, it's pretty simple. Um, one of the songs, <laughs> I don't I don't remember what song it was. I guess I was like high school age. One of the right. Songs was popular. And I, like, looked him up, and I was like, oh, he is very attractive. And so then I, you know, started listening to other songs. He had the, um, I believe it's titled the Ping Pong Song. It's the, do you know what it feels like to love someone? You know that song? Yeah? Yeah. I do not, but I like this already. I'll send it to you. I bet you not. But, um, yeah, I just kind of went on a little deep dive for for a small amount of time. And, like, I just think he is a very attractive man. So, happy birthday, Enrique. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> Enrique Iglesias. Um, okay, I just have one quick fact about him. And it's, like, not really about him. But have you know his song, Shirley, Hero? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I, I only knew that one. If you can that there, come on and get on the floor. And so Kaylin, you know Kaylin. We went to, we all went to college with her. Um, she was a big fan of him, and so she was showing me that song Hero. And this is just like a really funny to me. We'll see if it is to you. But there's one point where he's trying to say, Will you save my soul tonight? But with his um accent, it's like, Will you save my asshole? <laughs> And we were like in tears the first time we listened to it. So I encourage everyone to look that up. Wow. Oh, man, that's tough. (laughs) It was. I was like, did no one say anything? Because it's kind of obvious to me. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. So look it up, Hero. Um, okay, so this next birthday boy is actually like leading us into the next holiday. And I have so much to say. I'm just so excited. Um, okay, so it would be the late President Truman's birthday. Ooh, okay. Except he was born, I was like, oh my gosh, like it makes sense, but I hadn't really thought about it. He was born in the 1800s, which I was like, oh, geez. Oh. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that just seems so long ago. Anyway, um, President Truman, uh, tell me your first thought when you hear about him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Really sorry. So, <laughs> well, okay, I'm so glad because we we're about to learn a lot. And the first th- thing most people would think about him is that he um, was the president who decided to drop the atomic bombs on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Um, And so before, so guys, I have a history degree, so I feel like I can talk about this, you know? Um, So just initially, I hate death, like death that's not 
like natural. <laughs> uh, even like death penalty, I'm not here for it, like anything. And so I always thought of him as like a very harsh guy. And I don't, I always really disagreed with his decision to do that. And I thought of him as kind of like a bad guy. But um, through studying, I learned so much about him that made me like really respect him. And so I'm just going to like tell you guys a couple things that are really cool about President Truman. And cool. so one just being like, he was such like a normal guy. He's from Missouri. The town is called Independence, Missouri, which like, of course, you're going to be president. You're from a town called Independence. Like, that's yeah. so dope. Perfect. <laughs> so anyway, he actually didn't have a college degree, which I also really like. Yeah. Yeah. He's the only president of like the 20th century to not have a degree and not that I don't like education, but I just like that. Like your average Joe could make such a big difference in the world. You know, oh, yeah. um, you don't, you don't have to go to Harvard. Um, so anyway, he was a very successful um, soldier in world war one. And so he wasn't always at Franklin Roosevelt's um, choice for vice president, but he eventually changed and had Truman become his vice president. And Truman didn't really do a lot because FDR had everything under wraps. So Truman was just kind of like there for show. So FDR dies and Truman becomes president. And then he's like, what? Atomic bombs? What? And so all this stuff is just like thrown in his lap. Uh, and I think first of all, like, that's crazy. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't envy him. Yeah. Um, so he becomes the president and all like, I don't know, just like utter chaos in the world. So as it turns out, May 8th is actually the holiday um, victory in Europe, which is the day that like the allies officially won Europe. Oh. And um, so Hitler had killed himself a couple of weeks before April 30th. And mm -hmm. he committed suicide in a bunker, which mm -hmm. I just think is like, not that I'm happy anyone commits suicide, but like, you know, this guy who was like in such high regard goes into like a hole and kills himself. Yeah. Like what a, what a change of pace, you know, like he, this guy who thinks he's a hero does like the weakest thing ever. So anyway, that all happens. And then Truman was like a historian himself. He just loved, well, he loved history, found it very enticing and interesting. And he also had read through the Bible six times upon becoming president of the United States. Nice. And yes. Okay. So this is like, I love this. He was the first world leader to recognize Israel as the land of the Jewish people. Oh. And this was, yeah, very cool. This was very much against what, the other people in power around him wanted him to do because yeah. they thought, you know, if anything happens with Russia and there's a world war three, we need to have oil and we get oil from our Arab friends. Mm -hmm. And Truman thought, no, the best thing for America to do is to take care of God's chosen people and to try to fulfill prophecies in the Bible by giving them their own land back, which I just think is really cool. So many people consider him, like a modern day King Cyrus who let the Jews return. So I, I just, I think he's really cool. He's just kind of an ordinary guy that by like working hard and doing 
good things made a huge change in the world. And also, okay, sorry, last thing, guys, I'm just really excited. Um, he decided to integrate the um, soldiers, which was a huge step for civil rights. And anyone who had an opposing opinion, he wouldn't even let them talk to him, which I think is cool. He just like, if he knew something was right, he would just go ahead and do it. Oh, so it. yeah, this guy who I thought was like a really harsh guy ended up to be kind of a boss. So that's Truman for you. That's awesome. Thank you yes. so much for sharing that. I love the little history lesson. We're all smarter now. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but so, yeah, just a really quick thing about May 8th. Um, we, like, don't celebrate that victory in Europe and America. And so last year I was in France with my cousin, and she it was, like, this huge deal there that it was victory in Europe. And she was like, what do you guys do for May 8th? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> and they were so shocked. And it made me feel really like extra proud to be an American because they were like, you guys are the one that saved Europe. You should be celebrating this even more than us. And I was like, and I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> um, so anyway, happy victory in Europe day. And you said yes. this, this victory was against like Germany. Is that the thing? Yeah, it, so basically, like, the Nazis were done for, but um, all of Europe had kind of been taken over, and Italy was, like, kind on the team Nazi, and um, I don't know, it had just kind of spilled over into all different countries. So it was official, like, the Allies had won being, like, primarily America, England, and unfortunately russia dun 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 but yeah so big day okay awesome yeah are there any other holidays or is that it um that was pretty much it okay i mean <laughs> uh mother's day is this sunday if you care about oh, yeah. your mother <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm like no that's it <laughs> We only care about the holidays that America doesn't celebrate. <laughs> we, we, I was so focused on like, this comes out on Friday, May 8th, and that is the only day that I care about. So I'm sure there's a lot going on this week. I just haven't really looked. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. No, I was going to ask you what you get for your mom, but then I thought, uh-oh, she's listening. Hello, Mrs. Downs. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah, I was about to say um, I was going to give my mom a little shout out because she is a listener, um, and she she sent me a text last week telling me about all the things that she's ashamed about that I have said on the show <laughs> about how I didn't know who Barbara Streisand was and I haven't seen fried green tomatoes. So um, yeah, but happy Mother's Day, Mama. Love ya. oh I love that I would say happy Mother's Day to my mom but she is not a listener so I'll tell her in person I must not love you as much as my mom loves me I know your mom wins for mom of the podcast yes she's the she's the mop mom of the pod oh your mom's gonna be so happy that you called her mop (laughs) anyway um love it so Pops and pop knots? Yes! Take us away, Rachel. Okay, so my pop knot is something that um, people have been talking about all week, and I'm sure you've heard mm-hmm. about it. And it's this oh. thing called a murder hornet. <gasps> what is that? Yeah, please fill me in. Well, I mean, 
It's just like <laughs> some sort of two inch long like hornet thing that has originated in China, I believe. And somehow it has made its way over to America. I don't remember where it was spotted. I want to say like New York, but I could totally be making that up. But anyways, they're Asian giant hornets. They kill roughly 50 people a year in Japan. And Oh gosh. Yeah, it just says that they've been in seen in the u.s it doesn't say where but yeah they're called murder hornets because they can freaking kill people and i just have to tell for the listeners if you don't know um i have a major like phobia of wasp type things (laughs) um unreasonable like literal fear like (laughs) it's like my biggest fear is like seeing those huge nasty flying things that can like sting you and uh, yeah so I'm not here for larger more dangerous ones being on my country (laughs) like on my planet whatever I don't know (laughs) um yeah that's just not I'm not welcoming those things here so, yeah, I'm just going to say no thank you to that. Absolutely. What is happening in China that, like, every bad thing in the world is coming from them right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like, get it together, China. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> feeling that either. Yeah, what is your problem <laughs> So, my pop knot is something that I think is also a terror to the world, and that is Elon Musk's child's name. Oh, yeah, I don't know. What is the name? Oh, I would say it, but there's no way to pronounce this name, literally. So, (gasps) (laughs) the name is spelt X space. Okay, I don't even know how you say this. It's A E. The the A is connected to the E. It's a Greek oh, okay. Greek thing. Uh-huh. Um, and then there's an A minus twelve. Oh, what? So, <laughs> so there there are numbers in this name. Um, and so I have been doing a lot of research as to like what this could mean or how one would say it. Oh, yeah. Um, so this is what I have found so far. Okay. This is from his girlfriend who goes by the name Grimes. No last name, no first, just Grimes. So the X is an unknown variable, she says. Also, there's something about X is stands for their favorite aircraft. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Okay. Um, so A-E could possibly be artificial intelligence thing for Elon, or it has something to do with the Chinese pronunciation of love. Okay. Hmm. So A stands for Arch Angel, which is her favorite song by the band Metal Rat, which does Mm. seem similar to Mouse Rat. Am I the only one? Mm, Yes, very similar. (laughs) Right. Oh, I'm sorry. I jumped the gun. X isn't the aircraft. X is the um, precursor to their favorite aircraft. So X is just the unknown variable. Um, So, yeah. So (laughs) it could mean unknown variable, artificial intelligence, um, favorite song, slash plane. 
Okay. Yeah, I hate so much about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just Kyle, okay? Name him Kyle. What? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I don't understand. If you're trying to make some sort of statement here, like, right. do you realize that this is a human that you have right. to, like, use their name in conversation a lot if you're parenting Right. Them? And it's just, like, don't do that to your child. Like, don't make a statement no. to your child's first name. It's just... No. Because they'll probably end up giving it, like, a nickname, and it'll be, like, Bobby or something, you know? Right, right. <laughs> it's just, like, it's not, it's not worth it. Oh, I think it's, like, celebrities always give their babies weird names, and he was, like, let's take it up a notch and throw some numbers in here. Oh, yeah. Like, we'll make it our password for Facebook. <laughs> what? <laughs> what if it was, like, his password to, like, everything? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying tonight. Elon Musk at Google.com and then use this as the password. <laughs> Perfect. We can do that. Yes. Yes. I'm going to prison, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm very disappointed in them. Yeah, me too. Grimes, what are you thinking? Grimes. Yeah. <sighs> okay, I need a pop, Rachel. I need a pop. Okay, so my pop this week is I watched a documentary that is on Hulu right now. It is, I mean, it was on HBO, and then HBO, like, is allowing people to watch their stuff on Hulu right now because they're, you know, being, like, kind or whatever. <laughs> and it is McMillions. Have you heard about it? <gasps> No, but I saw you were watching it. It's got to be about McDonald's, right? Yes. So it is about um, the Monopoly game that McDonald's has done. Do you know about that? Oh, yeah, I do. Okay. So um, apparently, like, for, I believe it, like, started in the late 80s and then all the way until, like, the early 2000s when they were doing this Monopoly game through McDonald's, the whole thing was being scammed. And oh my gosh. So it's crazy. So yeah, it's like the the whole story of like how the FBI found out about it and their investigation and then them like catching people and figuring out like how did they do this because this guy was like stealing the winning tickets and like giving them out to people he knew. And so they found like, all these people who had won million dollars were connected. And it's crazy. So, yeah. And it's, like, it's just a really well-done documentary, too. So it's, like, fun to watch. But, yeah. So Shelton and I watched that last week. And it was fantastic. So (gasps) my pop. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so usually McDonald's comes out as the criminal, but they didn't this time, huh? Or did they? No, no, they didn't have anything to do with it. And it's crazy because they're still doing Monopoly now, which I don't understand how, like, oh, yeah. they were able to still do it. Because I would just think that it had, would have too much, um, you know, like, bad air but, around it. Right. Um, but also, like, what kind of helped them is when everything like went down when they actually started like arresting people it was like right before 9-11 and so nice. like 9-11 happened and the news like wasn't covering anything except for you know 9-11 and so they kind of like slipped through the cracks a little bit um but yeah very interesting oh my gosh I had no idea about any of this this is awesome yeah. I didn't know any anything about it either, which is crazy because it was like a big deal. 
Yeah. So, Apparently not as big as 9-11, though, thankfully. Clearly, yeah. So. <laughs> Snap. Okay, yeah, I'll have to watch that. That sounds great. It's so good. Yeah. Um. So mine is also something I watched this week that I, guys, I am obsessed with this show. Like, I'm not joking. <laughs> I, I'm not joking. I have been waiting all week to talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> Never Have I Ever is so good oh my gosh okay tell me what you love about it (laughs) okay okay so the first couple episodes I was like okay okay once I got to episode six guys my heart got involved I'm not joking the last episode my heart was skipping beats and I was emotional so oh my gosh I love first of all this is nothing like real high school I just want to let you know if you're not yet in high school like this isn't probably gonna happen to you but Oh my gosh. I love, first of all, Mindy Kaling. Like, you can tell this is her. And I'm obsessed with her. But it's just like, oh my gosh, my favorite character, Eric Perkins. I love, this was like very like, I don't know, very Mindy Kaling-esque that like these small bat characters that most people don't notice are actually like hilarious and cause me to laugh out loud. Um, I don't think I've been introduced to that character yet. Oh my gosh. Just what? I like literally it's like one of the only shows I think there are a few shows that like make me want to laugh and cry within the same minute Uh, I would say for me once I hit episode six this was up there with like Parks and Rec level Um, like I love it I love the character development and I just but oh my gosh I cannot wait for season two Oh my gosh, yes, I love that. So I'm glad that you're saying, like, episode <laughs> six was kind of, like, a game-changing point for you, because I'm, like, yes. three episodes in, and it's, like, good, but I don't know, I, I'm not, like, this is the best thing I've ever seen. So, yes. um, yeah, I guess that it will, it'll get better as it goes on. Oh my gosh, Rachel. It, <laughs> I, I'm not joking, I have a crush on a make-believe character, and I think I'm gonna get married to one of them, and... Is I'm, it, I'm is it, it the dude, uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name again? The the hot guy? Paxton Hall Yoroshima. Yeah, is that the one you love? Okay, I don't want to say, but I'll, because I, I know I've already seen it progressing on the internet. There are going to be two specific teams, much like on... Is, um, is that the one, the guy, the guy that she is in like rivalry with? Because I feel like there's going to be a love connection there. I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> I'm smart. I know. I have like a sense about these things that I like can tell. So I don't. Really <laughs> well, okay. I'm not gonna say because I I don't want the listeners who aren't as like you know maybe they don't know maybe they haven't picked up on this but I have such a big crush on one of the characters, Rachel. And so it's gonna be like Twilight where there's like Team Edward, Team Jacob, and. So there's going to be yeah. Team Paxton Hall Yoshida and Team You'll Find Out once you finish. Fill in the blank. <laughs> Fill in the blank. And I am, I am so strong on one of the teams. And I can't wait to see what you and the listeners have to say. I am like front lines ready to fight. So okay, come awesome. at me. I am going to finish as fast as I can so that I can talk to you about it. <laughs> yes yes please do and guys like please write to us and tell us what team you are what you're thinking yada yada yeah oh I was gonna say so I just watched an episode where there was like a coyote involved and oh yeah 
aunt that literally was like a dog. Like it was like a cute puppy dog. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I, I really thought it was a neighbor's dog at first. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, they like zoom in on his face and it's got like puppy dog eyes. And I'm like, um. Right. Mm, no. Nah. I don't know how look like. <laughs> uh, uh, They're not cute. No, yeah, I've just seen a coyote in real life, and they are fugly and scary. Yeah, very true. <laughs> yeah, we're not. So that's the only thing I don't recommend about the show. <laughs> but it's hilarious that it attacked her. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> or did it? You'll have to watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yes, I think we have a lot of television watching to do this week due to these pops. Yes, and that's, you know, all that we need to do. Like, we don't have anything else more important to do. Right. <laughs> so, thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, we would love to hear your feedback, your thoughts and opinions, and any episode ideas. Um, we are not the most creative, so, like, help us out, guys. <laughs> so, yes, you can follow us on Instagram at poptherapypod. Or email us at poptherapy101 at gmail.com and give us your feedback. Guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure to subscribe and give us a review. Please, 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 please make sure to tell all your friends so they can listen to us. And then you guys can talk about your opinions on us when we talk about our opinions on pop culture. So thank you so much for listening. And if you need some pop culture, join us each Friday for your weekly session. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, guys.